Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Peace Country Musical Artist Podcast, and hopefully you enjoy the episode. Thank you. Well, welcome to this week's episode of the Peace Country Musical Artist Podcast. On the line today, we have Mr. Dave Long. Dave, say hi. Well, hello there, Rob. How are you? I'm doing good. And yourself? Doing just just fine. Excellent. Living the, living the COVID dream. <laughs> another another day in paradise, <laughs> eh? Exactly. <laughs> nice. So for all the folks who are listening out there today, um, Dave's been around for a while, but uh, not everybody knows his background. So Dave, why don't you fill us in a little bit on your background and where you grew up and all that good stuff. Oh, okay. Um, there's a lot of it. <laughs> I grew up not around here. I actually come from a little hamlet called Niskew, which um, is south of Edmonton, Leduc area, Balmont area. And um, back in the day before there was an industrial park, mm-hmm. um, it was just a little hamlet. There was like 14 houses and about 50 people. Oh, I don't know, a handful of cats and dogs. and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there was uh, three grain elevators there, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we were surrounded by by farms, so uh, that's kind of where where I grew up. Yeah, it's a lot bigger now, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, for many years it was the largest industrial park in Western Canada, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know what the status of that is today, but uh, back then. Uh, during the boom of the late 70s, early 80s, it was a monstrosity of a place. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, would always follow the, the cycles, the, the booms and the busts and everything. Uh, no, that little town is still there. The grain elevators are long gone. Yeah. And uh, I don't know about if it's the same 50 people or same cats or dogs or not. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So when did you move up here? I moved up to Fairview in uh, in 1990, mm-hmm. uh, 1990, 91, and uh, I came up chasing the oil patch. Uh, I was in construction down in and around Edmonton and uh, apprenticed there as a carpenter, and I came up building industrial well site traders and camps and uh, for uh, local business there, mm-hmm. and uh, ended up. They didn't want to stay in it, so I took it on myself and started a business there doing just that. And um, that lasted until 2005, I guess. Mm -hmm. Pretty good run. So, yeah, so I was, uh, I'm I'm an import, Rob. Uh, (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) The peace country is where you call home now. Well, it is. Yeah, I, I ran into somebody uh, here the other day. I've been here 30 years, and um, she said, uh, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> <laughs> what gave I it said, away? <laughs> I said, well, what gave you the first clue? And, uh, <laughs> well, she knew my history a little bit, too, probably. Oh, okay. but, uh, <laughs> okay. She thought to give me a little jab there, but uh, I feel like I'm from around here now. But uh, that's that's where it all started there, Dom. In and around Edmonton area. Yeah, so you've been up here like uh, 25 years plus, so it should feel like home, right? Yeah, which it does. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, peace, the peace country is is absolutely beautiful, and I, I go back down south now. So how old were you when you uh, 
got into music? The earliest memory I've got of music, I was probably around four years old. And um, my parents used to own a, a pizza shop in the 1960s mm-hmm. in Leduc. And um, it was the hippie hangout. You know, all the hippies would, would come there. And, and uh, my mom just loved every single one of them and they loved her but the music was loud and the hair was long and there i was running around in that environment yeah i was four years old and um you know, we lived in the back of that pizza shop so it was uh there that i i we had a jukebox and uh you know i was listening to the beatles um songs like revolution hey jude rod stewart maggie may stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I listen to those songs to this day and it takes me back to when I was that small. Like that's how, how much of an impact that music had on me. So that that's when I, I first remember getting the music bug. And then I remember even six years old on the school bus hearing uh, Paul McCartney and Wings band on the run and yeah. just dreaming that I was up there playing with them. And <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that that goes back quite a few years. So when you figured out that you really liked music, uh, what did you first learn on? Like, uh, what was your first instrument? The first instrument, kind of plunking around on it, was the piano. Yeah. But um, we were so dirt poor, like there was no money for piano lessons. Um, But somewhere along the line, my mom found it in her heart to uh, bring me up to the the U of A where, where music students were taking on younger students. Oh, and uh, so, and they were learning to be music teachers themselves. So they needed subjects, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, um, all the guitars were taken, all the pianos were taken and there was nothing left there, but the tuba. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that was really technically my first instrument. I'm actually a tuba player. Tuba and uh, and uh, yeah, A and W root beer theme. I don't know if <laughs> you remember that, but I had that down. I do remember and, that, <laughs> and uh, that was the favorite request. You know, it's like, oh, you play tuba, play the A and W root beer theme. You know, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, I, would go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that as a kid. Yeah, in the Air Force, and he was a piano player of world class, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would rock my grandmother's old uh, piano. Like I, I had no idea it was even possible to make a piano sound like that. <laughs> it was, uh, it was phenomenal. And he, he was a, a military musician. He toured far north as the Dew Line, the, the distance early, early warning system. Mm-hmm. Um, military stations up there. He would go and play you know, for entertainment for the people stationed up there. Him and a, a trio, it was like the, the military trio there that they were back in the day. But, you know, they weren't doing um, progressive music. They were doing stuff like Bicycle Built for Two and, you know, Side by Side, Roger and Hammerstein uh, classics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but rock, those, like, I didn't even know was possible. anyway he came along and i was absolutely blown away and then i was hooked on piano ever since and he was kind of my inspiration from a really early age 
And that's where it started. That's where it started. We'd, we'd have big jam sessions. All my sisters, I got four older sisters, youngest boy here. We would just have big jam sessions, sing, sing alongs and everybody would beat a pot or play the spoons or, you know, dance a jig or yeah. whatever the case may be. But we, we partied hard. It was, <laughs> it was a great, uh, way to grow up and, and music bug is in every single one of us. We're, we're just hopelessly hooked every single one of us. Perfect. So when you guys were jamming and everything, what was your favorite music to play? At that time, I was probably too young to participate other than the uh, chopsticks and stuff like that. So it was all those sorts of songs, the old, old school classics and stuff. But um, I kind of got a bug for, you know, because this was the 70s and all of a sudden there's Supertramp and Journey and Sticks and mm-hmm. ELO and Billy Joel and list goes on and on and on and uh i just got drawn right into the classic rock scene yeah so that was the the stuff i would have liked to have played with my family but they were they were still living in the 50s and the 60s with the (laughs) genre (laughs) that they uh you know enjoyed playing yeah yeah so that was kind of the beginning of my uh influence was was classic rock nice so out of all those classic rock artists like who who is your favorite group slash artist well you know i'm not sure that i had one i i was influenced by so many uh artists i and it wasn't really uh absolutely captured by any one of them um it's okay to have more than one yeah okay well, well we'll go with that um i'll throw names like uh april wine oh nice um trooper yeah um and um well elo there was a, a christian artist that I, I absolutely loved called uh, michael w smith played a lot of his stuff early on mm-hmm. so yeah there was just a lover of all more so uh, phil collins genesis eagles I mean, you know, the list goes on. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, from the seventies, eighties, there, there's a lot of them, right? Oh, there was such good music being produced in that in that time period. Yeah. So when you were old enough to join a band, do you remember your first band? Well, I do. The first band uh, was called Captives Freed. Yeah. And um, we were actually a band associated with the uh, the Christian Bikers Association um, in Edmonton. Did you say Christian Bikers Association? Yeah, like yeah. X, X-Hell's Angels. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, X-Grim Reapers. and So Bikers uh, turned good. Yeah, they, uh, they got Jesus, right? Hmm. So uh, we were a band that needed a, you know, a venue to play, and they, and they approached us about accompanying them to the Young Offender Center, for example, in Edmonton, mm-hmm. uh, the Edmonton Remand Center. And then uh, we even did a stint with them on Midway at Klondike Days. Uh, did some radio shows with them, oh, that nice. kind of thing. And um, it was it was a rock, a Christian rock band is what it was. Mm-hmm. That was my first band. Yeah. So where was you, that? Was, was that your first gig then was... Uh... 
playing at Klondike, when, when, Klondike days. Oh, that was that was the first game. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, on, right on, right on Midway. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny because um, like some of these bikers and they're just tattooed from one end to the other and uh, <laughs> huge, huge guys and. Uh, you know, they were dragging people in the tent to listen to us, and um, instead of dragging people, <laughs> instead of dragging people out, they were dragging yeah. them in. <laughs> they were dragging them in, and uh, you know, to listen to a band called Captives Free. And <laughs> I don't know if they were coming in for joy or for fear, but uh, they were coming in anyway. <laughs> a mixture of both. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've been uh, playing for how many years now? Oh my gosh! Without well, giving giving your age away, right? Yeah, like a lot. <laughs> let's just let's just say more than four decades. <laughs> okay, that's a long time then. So yeah. over these four decades plus, how many bands have you? Uh, can you count them on one hand or two hands, or how many bands have you been in? Yeah, uh, I didn't really get into a lot of bands until I moved up into the north and i took a little hiatus there too yeah. when my girls were small but um used to play with a very uh popular band in the peace country called rainbow country oh yeah and that was with um bob irvine elaine irvine brent irvine yeah jamie jamie bentonson right i think that's the son of uh, mick who you interviewed um you had Dan Olaflam on here a couple of weeks back, and he was uh, one of the founding guys of a band called Sea Alice. Oh yes, um, yes. Different, different spelling, different meaning, but yeah, we still, we still rocked hard. Um, take that for what it's worth. Well, but, just to uh, clarify that yeah. name, it did not have anything to do with the drug that's on the market for yeah. you know what. This exactly. one was. This one was. How did you spell this one? Well. Uh, it was spelled C dot A L I C E. So it was C dot Alice or C Alice. C Alice, yes. But the motto was we rock hard. And anyway, <laughs> you can just kind of take it from there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Dano and uh, Ron DeBoon put that band together. And um, I came in on keys there for, I guess, about six years with them and yeah. doing all the stuff that I just, I loved doing back. And, you know, in the day, and uh, that band came to an end in, I think, 2018. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It was a classy cover band. You know, we, uh, we had a good sound. Um, Dano was very anal about, you know, all the uh, the sound being top-notch. Yeah. Stage, you know, top-notch. It had to be uh, neat was, and tidy. Yeah, yeah, and um, it was, you know, for, for a weekend warrior band, you know, to play you know, with that uh, degree of attention to, to detail is, is rare. Oh, definitely, um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we had, like, smoke machines and, uh, <laughs> nice. you know, lights uh, to die for, like rear lighting, front lighting, floor lighting, you name it, we had lighting. Right. A rock and, band uh, needs the light and the smoke, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we had the full... It's full not a show without it. About that same time, early on, um, say a couple of years before C. Alice actually stopped, I started another band called Thick as Thieves. Yeah. And uh, we're still playing around. Uh, Tyson Gillette and myself yeah. started that band. And um, and we're still playing around. Um, we're a country band, uh, which is awesome because um, 
part of becoming a permanent resident of the peace country requires that you uh, that you love country and that you let it seep into the depths of your soul. That's right. <laughs> and uh, and that has been easy to do because I I played with some great players of country music in the past 30 years up here and uh, I got to say I love it now as much as I love the classic rock stuff. Perfect. What uh, what do you listen to mostly now? Is it still the old rock or do you listen to anything newer rock, newer country? Well, um, a lot of um, Waylon Jennings and, um, yeah. you know, Merle Haggard and stuff like that. I listen to a lot of that. Of course, I'm always trying to learn that stuff to play with the, uh, the country band. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I always uh, got the classic rock on in some capacity in the background. Perfect. So we know you play the keyboards in the in the band, but you also sing. Um, do you write songs? I do. Um, that is my first love. I would say even above playing of the music, uh, other artists' uh, compositions. Yeah, I love to write music put out a little CD of recordings here 10 years ago and then one about uh, eight years ago, I guess, with my family band called Dave and Long Road. My girls were singing with me, Yeah, and um, which was a real, real treat. Any of this original stuff that uh, you've done, is it uh, available to view and listen to on YouTube or? Well, it's, uh, it's going to be. Um, I've got another project on the go right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, again, a Dave Long solo project. It's all original compositions and, um, working with CDM studios in Grand Prairie, trying to get the, the mastering done. And then eventually we're going to be putting it up on YouTube and, uh, and other forums. Perfect. Like, format. like Spotify and. If, I, yeah. I'm still real super green on how that all works. Got to get uh, get our head around, you know, the actual production of it first, and then yeah. that'll be the plan to to get her up so that people can access it. Perfect. Second to last question: uh, Do you have a bucket list or anything else that you would like to achieve or accomplish in your music career? Oh boy! This is the curveball I was talking about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see, it's it's not that bad. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be something way harder than that. No, that's the next one. That's the next question. You know, as far as a bucket list goes, I don't know that I've actually got a whole, you know, fistful of things in a bucket somewhere. I've just got maybe just a, a couple of things that I'd like to, to do and do well before I get too uh, old to do too much. Mm-hmm. And that is to... Uh, you know, to get the solo thing happening and do more solo performances. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been in a lot of a lot of cover bands, and um, you know, some of them have just been incredible. Yeah. Just loved every every bit of the experience along the way. Mm-hmm. But you know, I haven't really done a whole lot in terms of being a solo artist. So I'm going to do Peace Fest on the town, which is um, going to be in Peace River this summer, if mm. as long as this COVID thing smartens up. Yeah, 
you know, and that'll be a, a two-day gig. I'll be doing some solo stuff there. I've been doing solo um, shows for various uh, lounges and things like that in and around the Peace Country, too. Yeah, yeah anyway, yeah, bucket list, yeah, that's probably the number one thing is get that happening a little more. Okay. Moving forward. Okay, so the last curveball question. If you could play with anyone, dead or alive, famous, famous guy, person, who would it be? And what's your favorite song that you'd like to play with them? Oh, that is a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and your name isn't part of that. Uh, I'm not really that, famous. That list or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got to be famous. Okay. Well, I thought you would have qualified for that. Well, no, no. <laughs> um, well, gee, you know, I'd probably say it's probably got to be Billy Joel. Oh, and, um, good choice. Yeah, hands down. Uh, Billy Joel, toss up between them and Journey. Yeah. And uh, am I allowed to have two? Oh, yeah, you can have two. <laughs> <laughs> toss up between those two, I would say. But well, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. That that part I can edit out if I need to. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you very much, Dave, for joining me on the show tonight. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's been a, a pleasure chatting with you, and uh, thanks for being interested. You're and, very uh, welcome. You know, I wish you the best in your uh, your show. I think it's a great concept you got going on, and uh, I've uh, enjoyed playing for people of the peace country for these many years and it's a great way for them to get to know uh, the people that love to play for them exactly and i thank you and everybody else that we that you play for thanks you as well for your music thanks so much rob that's it for another episode of peace country musical artist podcast I'm your host, Rob Harcourt, and join me next time when we interview another amazing musician from the Peace Country. Thank you, and bye for now.